catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know, heading into this Friday morning, January 27th. I'm Elliot Trito, and this is The Point from WUFT News. Governor Ron DeSantis is touting a teacher bill of rights that looks to increase teacher pay. According to the governor's website, it says it will, quote, empower educators to be leaders in their classrooms, enact paycheck protection, reduce terms for school board members from 12 to 8 years, and invest another $1 billion in teacher pay. The governor's proposal will create more accountability and transparency for public sector unions, including K-12 teacher unions and higher education unions. This proposal will require school unions to represent at least 60% of employees eligible for representation. I spoke with Carmen Ward, who is the president of the Alachua County Education Association, about her thoughts on the bill. The so-called Teachers' Bill of Rights, you have the right to not have a voice collectively. Um, it is laughable because it is such nonsense. Um, you, Every union member knows that they have a choice to join a union in the state of Florida, and it is their choice. So there is um, some, you know, misinformation that way coming from the governor. I mean, it's a misinformation factory, in my opinion, because we tell our members how much their dues are every single paycheck. It is printed on their pay stub how much their dues are. So there's no, no one is hiding. We're completely transparent with our members. And there is clearly a targeted attack on unions from this so-called teachers bill of rights and the teachers are the unions. So it doesn't, you know, that's all part of the misinformation propaganda, if you will, that is coming from the governor to make it seem as if teachers are somehow not well represented by their unions. But Nearly 150,000 teachers and educators, teachers, staff, and professors in the state of Florida understand that they are well represented. And we all have to question why the governor wants to disempower educators. Uh, according to the governor's website, his funding has allowed Florida to achieve an average starting teacher salary of $48,000 for the 2022-2023 uh, school year meeting and exceeding Florida's goal of an average starting teacher salary of $47,500. Do you feel this is a good start? It is progress to increase funding. We have been so woefully underfunded historically in Florida, and this is well needed. And I do think the governor should be working with the educators to improve our our salaries and not not trying to make people what make our teacher shortage worse which what has happened with the the salary increase is it starts at the bottom but there are districts in our state that have like 20 years of experience all compressed at the bottom of the scale here in Alachua County the first 9 years is all making the same salary. So someone can be working in our district for 10 years and only be making a couple hundred dollars more than someone who is um, brand new, who has no experience. And so that has been kind of a slap in the face to educators. And so we had a long way to go. And so that that number sounds really large, you know, 
a billion more. And that's, you know, that's educators' real concern is making sure that every child's education is appropriate. It is um, instilling a love of learning for them that we are, you know, having healthy and happy classrooms across the state of Florida. And that's what parents want to. And, um, you know, and I mean, there's just so much divisiveness in the governor's bill of rights. And we have a really strong union here in Alachua County. Um, We have near 70% membership and the governor wants to force all of the unions in the state to have above 60% membership to exist. Um, It's already been legislated that every education union has to have in excess of 50% membership or they will be decertified. So um, he wants to raise that bar to 60%. And at the same time, um, try to create a barrier where we can't um, collect our dues any longer through the schools. So can you tell me about the purpose of a teacher union? Sure. So in 1968, the teachers had a strike in the state of Florida. And the reason they did have a strike was because funding was so poor and salaries were abysmal. And they also um, were paid on the basis of race and gender differently. And so there were all kinds of human rights issues that were part of our strike of 1968. What teachers gained, what educators gained in the state of Florida was a constitutional right to collectively bargain for our working conditions and salary. We're the only Southern state that has a constitutional right to have a union collectively bargain. um, And that gives people power. And it also protects our profession because the people who are in the trenches of education are the ones who are working on the learning conditions that exist in our schools. And so we have um, collective bargaining is, as I said, my primary responsibility is collectively bargaining a contract um, that gives rights to educators. Because if we didn't have that, we would be subject to any, any kind of working conditions. Um, we have a 30-minute duty-free lunch, for example. That is not true for the contractors that work in our schools. So we would be at the mercy of um, management that is underfunded, overstressed, and has many state requirements and mandates. And I think the burden always would fall on the employees, um, especially during the shortage. It's been really difficult um, for employees because the burden of all of the work is falling on less and less people. And so um, we it's critical that we have unions to protect the employees. So if you were in Governor DeSantis' position, what would you do? So I wouldn't I would empower 
the unions to continue to be the voice of the people. And I don't believe he can take us down because unions have been around for hundreds of years <laughs> and we're not going anywhere because we are the people. And I think he's underestimated the power of the cell phone because even if he prohibits us from contacting our members at their work sites with their school mailboxes or you know, we we currently have contract rights to have a bulletin board in every school and, and Governor DeSantis wants to take that away. Um, I think he has underestimated how much cell phones have impacted our ability to communicate with each other and so in social media. And so um, I I would think if I had the ability to influence the governor, I would encourage funding our public schools. Um, right now, he also is trying to um, make universal vouchers for schools that that there's you know no criteria that anyone can divert the funding that should be going to the the ninety percent of students that go to public schools trying to divert that to homeschools, charters, private schools through a voucher, universal voucher program, um, that would be devastating. So I would, um, you know, hope that the funding for public schools would be a priority as it says it should be in our, cons our state constitution. The number one fiscal priority should be public education. Is there anything else you'd like to add? We have a massive teacher shortage. We have a massive staff shortage going on. And we should be doing everything in our power to support educators. Um, and, and that is all of the elected officials, all of um, our representation at the state level, at the federal level, we should be supporting um, our students by supporting the people who lift them up every day. That was President Carmen Ward of the Alachua County Education Association about the Teacher Bill of Rights. Now let's catch you up on today's stories from around the state. The Putnam County School District's Novice Teacher Retention Program has rebounded since the pandemic. According to WUFT's Ashley Weinstein and Elena Barrera, the district is committed to new teacher retention. However, school officials never turn their back on vetted instructors. The program allows teachers new to the district to integrate into their new role. Former highly experienced teachers mentor those in the program. To improve morale post-pandemic, faculty received a pay increase. School officials said in the 2021-2022 school year, they rebounded back to retaining 90% of their new teachers. As of this month, 98% of positions in Putnam schools are full. State officials reported late Wednesday at least 56 manatees are dead so far during 2023, compared to 39 during the same period last year, which was the second deadliest year on record. According to Fresh Take Florida's Emma Berman, this year's dead include three from boat encounters, 10 related to births, and eight from Florida's recent severe cold spell. Officials say they haven't determined the cause of 29 of this year's deaths yet. 
A new bill from U.S. Senator Rick Scott would block executive-level forgiveness of federal student loans without congressional approval. According to Florida Politics' A.G. Gankarski, the Debt Cancellation Accountability Act would stop President Joe Biden from any attempt to, quote, unilaterally use your taxpayer dollars to pay other debts by requiring congressional approval for any mass cancellation of student debt, Scott tweeted yesterday. Scott's bill comes as the previous Biden plan to write off $10,000 in federal student loan debt and $20,000 for Pell Grant recipients, which awaits Supreme Court review. Lower courts have ruled the Biden plan illegal thus far. And finally, the Latro County Crisis Center is now seeking new volunteers to join its first training session of the year tomorrow. According to WUFT's Marcus Rojas, no prior experience or certification is required to join, and there are no training fees. The center requires two training sessions a week for seven weeks and a commitment of one shift a week for six months. Subscribe to The Point Newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Visit WUFT.org to subscribe and view the most recent issues. I'm Elliot Trito, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida's College of Journalism and Communications. Have a great Friday, and enjoy your weekend.